I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live in B-Smoke. Stop being gazelle, you're not average. You're not even good, you were born to be great. What's going on world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success Podcast. I'm your host CJ, joined as always by Mr. Carl Phillips, AKA the Bayesian sensation. The sensation is in the house, what it do y'all? And I believe Douglas Thomas. Fresh. Dougie Fresh, Fresh is in Six the minutes, building. Y'all. Six minutes, y'all. Hey, that man. Is on. Appreciate it. Appreciate y'all joining us, man, today. Hey, let me jump in right into it. Am I tripping or am I tripping or when you get pulled over by the police, do you feel like uh, Pablo Escobar? Let me explain <laughs> that. I, like, I, I'm for real. Like, I'm not even trying to be funny, but like, yo. I've been a law-abiding citizen for a long time. I don't break no laws. I ain't got nothing in the car that's like, you know, dangerous, nothing. Let me tell you something. I don't care who you are. When you see them lights flashing in the rear view, boy, I, oh, I feel like I got 16 pounds of raw, uncut <laughs> Colombian. I don't know why. <laughs> I feel like somebody right, set me right. up. Everybody might not feel like that. Oh, uh, well, look, okay, so let me say this. Experience. Well, it's all black males on this podcast. I, hey, hey, I, I, I feel you, though. Trust me, I feel you. Hey, we need a Josh on here to get a different perspective. Uh, <laughs> right, right, right. But listen, I don't know what it is for real, but I'm talking about I get tight. Like, not even on no, like, oh, okay, I'm about to get a ticket, but I feel like. For real, somebody done planted some dope on me. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so I got pulled over the other day, and I was just like, Lord, I don't know why. I haven't been pulled over in a long time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just, you know what I mean? I don't know if it's the, you know, the family, you know, uh, you know, in the whip or what, but I ain't been pulled over in a grip. But I got pulled over, man, and I seen them lights in the rear view. And I, like, it was so crazy. I, like, it's like turning to, like, a, a thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm like... Man, no should, should I just speed off? You know what I'm saying? Right. You feel me? Like, you feel me? Yo. better chance just speeding off. Yeah, so I pulled in, man, and um, man, my man, my man was, he came out the car pissed, like super aggressive. I'll be honest, like, I didn't know what I got pulled. I was just driving. I think I was, you know, on the phone talking. Like, I wasn't really even paying attention to, like, what I did wrong. Like, I know I didn't run a light or anything like that, but, like, I honestly didn't know why he was pulling me over. So he's like, jumps out the car all mad. You know, I pulled you over. I was like, nah. He was like, you failed to use your turn signal. I was like, oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? I think my man thought I was going to argue him. I was like, oh, all right. He was like, don't you know accidents happen around here like that? I was like, oh, no, I didn't know that. And uh, he went back to the car. And, uh, you know, came back and wrote me a ticket. But I was just laughing because I'm like, yo, like when the lights came on, I really felt like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, come on. Oh, I hey. felt like the Wild West. Here, I, here we go. Hey, I, let me tell you something. Now, see? I know Dougie Fresh. Now, he is not a fan of getting pulled over. <laughs> uh, let me tell you Dougie something. Fresh, get out <laughs> the wheel. Hey, we done oh, been God. almost. Ready to start something. Yeah, we done been almost arrested multiple times on E uh, <laughs> with a little traffic signal ticket. E couldn't handle it. Oh, let me tell you something, though. My girl, I was on the phone. I don't know where we were. See, I don't know if I was on a personal gig. Probably was because I don't. Remember you guys being there, or either I was traveling, but Didi hit me. I was on the phone with Didi, just you know what I'm saying. She randomly, 
on, I think she was on her way to church. This was about two, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And the cop was behind her. She was like, yo, I'm getting pulled over. I promise you, see, I had that same, like, it was worse because it's not right, me. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? I, it's my girl, bro. And I'm like, yo, I know Didi, bro. Didi ain't never got a speeding ticket. Didi ain't never got a, didn't stop at the stop sign ticket. Like, Didi don't right, ever get tickets. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, she ain't never had a ticket in her life. So I'm like, okay, here we go. You know, so my man, you know, is pulling her over. And she's like, I'm going to call you back. I said, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, just, I'm just like, just stay on the phone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying, I'm interested in what's going on. So my man pull her over. And the same thing, see, my man get out aggressive. Like, you almost hit me. And Didi was like, what? You almost hit me. And she was like, back on some street, Didi was like, yo, I wasn't even on that street. I live in Grand Ledge. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I was never on that street. I, I went from, oh, wow. you know, whatever street to the boom, you know. And um, my man was like, um, my man was like, oh, okay, I apologize. And just uh, let her go. What? <laughs> right. It was weird. <laughs> he was trying what? to see who was in the bins, though. He might have been trying to pull up on D and get her number. She was in the bins. I was like, unbelievable. <laughs> Looking good. I was like, unbelievable. Like, I was like, like that? He was like, oh, maybe it was another car. I'm like, well, first oh, of wow. all, if you didn't see the car. How you, you know pulling somebody off? I'm saying, first of all, you're supposed to be, what kind of attention are you paying if you don't know the difference between this car and that car? The but Mercedes again, and the Astro van. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm, right. like, I'm like, unbelievable. I'm like, unbelievable. Yeah, hey, so hey, I, I'm just, yeah, man, I, I, I'm grateful, though. Like I said, she didn't get a ticket. Everything was okay. But we, we depending on, you know, your experience, man, it is sad, you know, that when you're getting pulled over, you don't feel like, you know, like you said, see, I, okay. Oh, no, I feel like me. I got them bricks. Like, I'm ready yeah, to move yeah, weight. Yeah, bro. It's, like, it's I'm sad. Escobar it's, Connect out of yeah. Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? You should have told my man that you got the 2017, that if you switch lanes, that it correct for for yourself. You ain't got to be fussing with the turn signal. No, hold on. Carl, you playing. The new Suburban? No, you think I'm playing. It drives itself. Ain't no joke. He know you ain't playing. He got one. (laughs) No, no. no. I'm saying that. I'm talking to the listeners. They think I'm playing. The new Suburban (laughs) and and the Escalade, (laughs) it drives itself. Yo, it's got this thing called adaptive cruise control. Where, like, yeah. you basically, and I did it coming home from the airport. You basically get on the road, set your cruise. Let's say you set your cruise at 72. That joker set a distance in front of you that you want to stay from the car in front of you. And I promise you, it will stay that distance no matter what. So if you set it at 72 and somebody jump in front of you and they going 68, it'll pace them at, like, eight car lengths going 68. It'll just keep going up. And if they move out the lane, it'll jump right back to 72 and keep you in your lane. You really don't even have to drive the truck. It's insane. T- so when we used to rent them, see, like, I promise you, the first time I got in that car, I'm like, yo, this car is like a demon. Like, I'm, I'm trying to go over, and that car is pushing oh, back yeah, in nah. the other. I'm Mm-mm. like, what's happening? Like, uh-uh, you do stay it. In your lane. it won't let me go. Yep, like, I'm nah, fighting this second. Like, if you want to get out that lane. You got to put that. I'm like, but ain't no cars on the highway. I'm just trying to go over real quick. And that car was like, nah, yeah, no. not without a fight, you ain't. No, no, not at all. Yeah, shout out to Josh, man. Yeah. Um, Real quick, man. I, uh, oh, come on, come on. See, don't rush my it. My bad. Shout out to Josh. He had Daryl at the cr- mom's crib yesterday oh. and walking mom through the bells and Man. whistles mm. of her new Tahoe. No, yes, shout sir. out, hey, we, John Elway, Chevrolet, Broadway, and Denver. Um, shout out to them. They sponsored the podcast a couple of times. Shout out to Josh. 
I don't think y'all understand what he's saying. They, this man is flying one of his sales associates to yeah. us in our residences to show us how to work the vehicle. So, of course, he hooked Eve's mom up with the new Tahoe, the brand new Tahoe, beautiful Tahoe, but then also sent one of his representatives to show, flew her in from Denver to show her how to work it, man. So, just uh, shout out to okay, them, I'm man. I'm sorry, see. I know you got I know you got a format, but let me just go on ahead. Look, y'all gotta hear me. A lot of you guys are whining, complaining, you know, uh, life ain't fair, people getting opportunities, I'm getting looked over. What about me? When is my day gonna come? Listen to me. We we I, and I believe this. And if they wanna debate me, I don't know the form where you could debate me, see at what the uh, email address is and all of that. But let me say this to you. I truly believe with all of my heart. Now, maybe the opportunities are not necessarily equal. I'm not going to say that, but I will say this. I believe that every adult human gets an opportunity. I believe that. Every grown person on the planet Earth gets an opportunity. The question is, what do you do with the opportunity when you get it? Now, I'm gonna be real. If you jack up three of them, you may not necessarily get five. But if you get one and you lick that one, I promise you that you okay. So what do y'all what are you saying, E? So Josh sent CJ a car, me a car, Carl a car, my mom a car. But watch this, see, this was blowing my mind. We gave him an opportunity. I think I me and Carl went first. Everything went sweet. Yeah. So boom, a couple weeks later, CJ. So then my mom hit me up like, yo, Carl got a car, you got a car, she got a car. Where's all these cars coming from? <laughs> <I'm on the laughs> car. You know, so I'm like, all right, Ma, let's get you a car. Why did Josh, that's easy, see, but a door opened for him. That's easy. What he did, when I say easy, I just mean that's in his, his, his storehouse, if you will. So I had a conversation with Josh like, Josh, look, bro, I know you do Chevrolet, and I'm just going to keep it 100 with you. If you say no, I'm not going to hold nothing against you. But you are my, you my plug right now with cars. You my plug. Opportunities, guys. My son had my wife's 745 Li, and quiet is kept. My, my wife loved that BMW more than she loved the Benz, bro. She like, yo, that BMW, had, it, it had a driving experience. But unfortunately, you know, my son took over it, and um, you got to be gentle with those after 100,000 miles. I'm not going to put it on my son, but they have, they, they have a, a unique challenge after 100,000 miles. And so we brought it back home. They said the engine is gone. There's nothing you could do. Told Josh about it. Why did Josh, when he dropped my mom's car off, I live an hour away, dropped mom's car off, had the dude come to my house, pick up the BMW, bring the BMW to his shop in Denver. Why did he get me a brand new engine at cost? At cost, CJ, and gonna have his boys put it in. Mm. So that's what I'm saying when I say a lot of y'all like, you, you, you always complaining or crying about why is this person getting hooked up and this person, it's simple. You are given an opportunity. Some of you don't even do anything with it. Some of you go average on me. Like you do do what you some of you to try do, to charge 70%. way too much on the first lick. Yeah. You trying to get the yeah. whole hole in one yeah. right on the yeah. first one. You're going to overcharge yeah. getting greedy. Yeah. 
You know what I'm, I'm sorry, E, I just got, I had a moment. No, no, that's it. I'm finished, <laughs> you hit see. it, see. Yeah. I'm just saying that they, they have an opportunity and you whine it, but you had a job at McDonald's that you got fired from. You got fired from Cheddar's. You got fired from the Olive Garden. You got fired from the university. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just like, like, stop crying. Was you running down your own uh, resume? I'm sorry. I was just thinking it through. See, I'm like, well, yo, that sounds like real familiar. Olive yeah, Garden, University, E, you just missing one or two of them right there. What was the first one I said? Uh, McDonald's. You said McDonald's, yeah. Okay, I did work at McDonald's. <laughs> I did work at Cheddar's. It's, it's Cheddar's, too? Is it Cheddar's? I did work at Cheddar's. Oh, okay. oh, he threw Cheddar's just to throw it off a tad. Oh, okay, yeah, I never worked at Cheddar's. I tried to mix it up a little bit, because we all worked at McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? We all worked at McDonald's. And then right. Cheddar's, I thought, was like, I've been noticing that some of them are popping up nationally, so <laughs> I thought I'd throw Cheddar's in there. Uh, I'm sorry, finish uh, your point. They're going to yell at me on the podcast because I joke too much. We'll finish your uh, point. Okay, I, no, no, I'm just saying. So so if you worked at Cheddar's, see, and went 120, is what you said about that young lady. They're going to give you a store. So I'm, I'm, I'm done with it. I'm just saying, like, for real, I'm being real. See, I'm tired of people given 70% or less, then they want to call us and say, hey, E, we want to work for you. For what? It wouldn't even make sense for me to hire you. Like, you've At never all. done anything successful on any level, and you're trying to come to one of the top companies in the world in terms of motivation and inspiration and empowerment, and I'm supposed to feel sorry for you. It's like, no, it, you had your opportunities, and I just believe you get one, you knock that one out the park, you get two, you knock that one out of the park, you get three, and they keep increasing in terms of size, responsibility, you know what I'm saying, and, and opportunity, man. So that was it. Josh has done four cars. Let me tell you something. Didi will be indebted to him. I can't explain this to y'all. That was the first European vehicle. No, that was the first vehicle I bought my wife, cash. That was the first car I bought her, see, 745 mm. Li, carbon copy, blue, peanut butter interior. That was the first car oh, no, that's I bought it. Clean. And I'm going to be real with you. You could have put it in the junkyard as far as I was concerned. I'm like, let's move on. My wife was like, I could hear it when I was like, yo, I'm going to sell it. You could hear her go like, oh, you going to sell it? You know what I'm saying? She wasn't like, don't, but she was like, <laughs> right, so, right, right. So, so, so when Josh said what he said, yo, E, we're going to put a new engine in it with only maybe 50, 60,000 miles on it, almost like new. We're going to take care of you. Bro, do you understand what that's about to do for my marriage? And well, I who gonna, she going to drive it? I was going to ask. Is she going to drive it? Yeah, she going to drive that sucker. She don't like the Mercedes like that. Yeah, she don't like the Mercedes like that. So when we get that sucker back, somebody might come up on a – somebody at the church might come up on a Mercedes. Yeah, you know, Didi. <laughs> Look, somebody in Atlanta need to come up on one. I know that much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Somebody at the church, bro, been carrying you on this podcast for a year and a half. I ain't got a jack. <laughs> And she ain't listened to it once, though. See, she ain't listened to one podcast. <laughs> no uh, doubt. Hey, no, real quick, though. See, I was going to say, don't don't forget, e, Josh, I'm talking about Josh went above and beyond, man. Like, I'm talking about beyond the car service. See, like, Josh sent us hats. Like, we got, like, the Chevy hats. I ain't going to wear it. Bro. Oh, yeah. No disrespect, No Josh. doubt. But the hats. And then the next step was Josh sent us the books. I don't know if y'all looked at them books that he sent. Oh, yeah, I said But the them books are serious. 101 yeah, conversations. conversations. Oh, that, them, oh, them yeah, books ain't nah. no joke, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, and yeah. the cover for my car. He sent the cover for my car for the Escalade because of the winter. Huh? And, you know, I can't put it in the, the garage because of the books. So he went on and sent me a cover where I could cover her up. 
Oh. So yeah, no, nah, he licked the opportunity, y'all. Hey. Like, it ain't nothing. Murdered the opportunity. It ain't nothing. And don't forget the don't forget, don't forget the what do you call it? I don't know what you call it, the weather guard match that he put in oh, there. I'm talking about. Come on, my wife like was a, looking for him. She couldn't find him, Carl. She was trying to get something for her uh, Mercedes. Are you serious? She couldn't find him. Yeah. Oh, uh, just call Josh. No, but seriously, see, I don't know if you go, you probably don't need it. I didn't want to Oh no, we good down here. I don't need no weather mats. Oh, let me tell you something. See, it ain't no mat, bro. It's like an armor. Like you can't even see the mat underneath the whole floor. Yeah, like I got mat. salt and stuff up there. Oh, yeah, my Trey, goodness. You yeah. might need one for Trey area, though. You might uh-huh. need one just for where Trey <laughs> sit. Where Trey Trey sit. He might need one. Let me tell you something. Yeah. It ain't a force field in the world big enough to stop them crumbs. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Them goldfish go wherever they want to. Um, yeah, no, shout out to them. So, man, if you sitting here, you listening, you like, yo, I'm in the market for a new ride for real. And we not even, they didn't even sponsor this. So, you know, we ain't lying. Right. Um, John yeah. that way, Chevrolet.com, man, ask for Josh, all the, the phone number, everything on the website. They really do do a great job. Took care of us. Um, man, I had a great weekend, y'all. I had a great weekend. Um, I'm, I, I shout out to my man, William over at Phillips Arena. It was Friday afternoon. And y'all know we had been gone so much. It was like the first weekend home that I had with the fam. So I called my man William over at Phillips. And um, I took Trey to see LeBron. Trey, I guess the whole fam to see LeBron. But, you know, Trey is a huge LeBron fan. So Friday night, my man I wonder William, where he get that from, see? Hey, man. I wonder you know, where Trey get hey, that from. It, 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 <laughs> his daddy's a G. It's genetic. Um, <laughs> so uh, we we had a suite, man. My man William set us up in a nice, you know, private suite, and we watched the game. Of course, it ended up being a great game. Cleveland was blowing them out at first, but the Hawks came back. Um, you know, I felt kind of bad because I was there with the Hawks, but definitely rooting for LBJ. Had a great time with the fam, and then Did the uh, Hawks come back. Did they win? Uh, they didn't. They did not win. Yeah, no, they. Oh, okay. yeah, no, they still the Hawks now. Don't get it twisted. Okay. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no, they came back, man. But uh, LeBron and them took over. Man, that's the. Come on, man. Don't, don't do the Falcons like that. Falcons fans not ready for that yet. You know what I'm saying? They don't. They don't want to hear that. You can't do that to at least training camp. Uh, oh, okay, all right. But we went well, to hey, the, today is the official NFL start date, so I thought we could. Oh uh, well, get wait till going. after the draft, then please. <laughs> um, so we went to the game, man. Had a great time. My wife was geeked up. Hey, shout out to, uh, like I said, my man William for putting this in the suite. Why did we have all you can eat Chick Fil A in the suite? Ooh. How about that? Oh, so wow. we in a private Ooh, all suite. You can eat? I never wow. even heard Yo, of such a thing. it was like there was like fifty uh, Chick Fil A. Chick-fil-A sandwiches in that joint. My wife was just geek, so the babies could stretch out. Trey was like sliding down the little, you know, sweet steps and just playing, having a good time, man. So that was fun. Um, and then Saturday, man, I just was like, yo, let's, you know, keep this momentum going. We woke up, we didn't have a whole lot to do. So we went out to the outlet mall and, um, you know, just had a great time out there. Trey needed a bunch of new clothes. so. He, you know, growing out of his stuff every day, it seemed like, ain't that crazy, Carl? It's like every day oh, you got to buy new clothes. I'm like. It's, it's, it's real. Shoes. I, I end up, what I do now see is I buy like three, like three sizes of shoes at one time. Yeah, I'm about like to I'm just start. Buy seven, yeah, eight, nine, at this 10, point, 11. I'm about to start giving Trey yeah. my shoes. Like, dude, you'll grow into them. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yo, it just, it, I mean, it, like <laughs> literally. Nah. Uh-huh. He had some, I bought him some Kyrie Irving joints, some gray ones, I promise you. They were sweet. He wore them like twice, and I promise his toe was poking through them. Like, yeah. Three wow. days later. But anyway, um, I, I'm going to let y'all get to y'all weekend. 
But first, man, I, and look, we should just start a segment called CJ's Parenting Fails of the Week. Oh, Lord, here he goes. So, Did you lie again? No, to no, 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 no. Well, I definitely <laughs> ain't stopped lying. That is, but we already covered that. And shout out to all y'all great parents online who was yelling at me, talking about, don't lie to the baby. Just tell him the truth. You tell your baby the truth. I'm going to keep lying to mine. Um, but so check this out, right? So we so we go to the outlet mall. And the whole time we on our way to the outlet mall, Trey is not a big fan of malls, obviously, like his dad. So anyway, we, we on our way there, and Trey's like, can I get a toy when I get there? I'm like, sure, son, you can get a toy, you know, so you, you know, basically give him something to look forward to. So he's like, all right, so the whole time, I'm I getting a toy, I'm getting a toy. <laughs> I love it. So look, what'd you, what'd you say, E? I was just saying, I love the new parents. Like, they got to get something for going to the mall. Oh, like, no I doubt. Like, no doubt. I love it. Yeah, no doubt. So we, so, so he's geeked up. We're getting a toy. We're getting a toy. We're getting a toy, right? So we get to the mall. We outlet mall. And, you know, we start, Trey, of course, as soon as we get out the car. Toy, 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 toy. So I'm like, all right, cool. As soon as we found a, a, a spot that got some toys, you know, I'll buy him a toy. So that'll just keep him quiet for the whole time we out here shopping. So we start running around, and I didn't not even thinking that maybe an outlet mall is not the best place to find toys. So of course, every store we're going in, it's just clothes, clothes, clothes. And even though we're buying clothes for him, he could care less. He like, yo, where the toys at? So I'm like, fine. So Candace was like, well, me and Avery gonna go over here to whatever, and we'll meet y'all back over here. So I'm like, all right, cool. Matter of fact, I think E, you called me. And I was talking to you as I'm walking through the little courtyard, right? So we came up on this little baby little, like, uh, you know where they you put like a quarter in and, you know, yeah, the little thing, yeah. just you can ride the little horse and it's got like a little oh, yeah, plane yeah. that you can. By the way, uh, them things is a dollar now. Four quarters to ride that little horse. <laughs> that used to be a penny. I'm, I'm like, the, I'm like, so anyway, Trey, like, he, we were walking over there, and he wanted to, you know, get on one of those, right? So on the side, now, mind you, nobody's over here. It's like this side of the mall is like a little oasis. There's nothing, no, it's just completely gone, like deserted. There's two little toys on the back of this, like, bench, like sitting on the back of the bench. And, and they look like, you're talking about, like, some, these are like little, like, McDonald Happy Meal toys. We're not talking about, like, no big, sweet you know, incredible hawk size, like two little baby toys, right? And I'm and they're sitting on the back of the thing. Of course, you think Trey spots them? Absolutely spots them. Dad, toys, toys, toys. He grabs two of them. I mean, these things probably like two inches big a piece, little figurines or something. I'm talking about terrible little toys, right? So he picks them up. He's playing with them. We're sitting over there for like, you know, five minutes, whatever it is. I'm talking to E. I'm sitting on the bench. Trey's just kind of playing with the toys, running around, whatever. And then I'm like, all right, cool. I got off the phone with E. I'm like, yo, all right, let's go. Find your mom and your sister, see where they went, whatever. So we start So we start walking, and I notice Trey has the toys in his hand still. Again, I'm looking around, nobody around. So let me just see what y'all think. <laughs> I'll stop the story right there. <laughs> he just stole some toys. No, no, no. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> So what would, okay, so now you know, finally, we got the toy problem solved, right? Like, okay, the toy problem is solved. So if y'all are me in that situation, what do you do? Make him go take the toy back and now risk, a, he's three now, so you know it ain't just going to be easy to tell my man to go put the toys back 
And I'm sitting there like, okay, we got the toy problem solved. I told me you could get a toy. Do you go put the toys back in this little obscure place that clearly another three-year-old had been playing with them <laughs> and just left them there and been gone from the mall for six hours and ain't no harm, no foul, and just let Trey take them? Or do you go put them back where you got them and just leave them there and hope some little three-year-old retraces steps all the way back there and find his two little two-inch toys? What are hey, it seems like you're pre- you're presenting absolutely. the argument just oh, a little absolutely. skewed. Oh, I'm just telling just you what I'm okay, so, okay, so just take it on the face value. What what would y'all do? You, would you go put the little two Happy Meal toys well, back? Well, based on what you just said, I wouldn't go back because the three-year-old ain't going to chase the steps back and go back and wait into the toy and don't even remember he took them. So I'm not going back. Carl? Oh, yeah, no, it's all, it's all, it's all good. Yeah, we good. Yeah, he got the toys. It ain't nothing to go back to. Right, so... Yo, this is the craziest thing. So we walked back to wherever they were in Carter's or something, right? One of the little baby stores. We retrace, uh, we, we go back all the way to oh, Carter's. Yeah, I just want to go all the way back. Yeah. Oh, no question. We, we, find, oh. we find, you know, um, Candace and Avery, they in there Absolutely. doing their no thing, question. shopping, right? So Trey's happy, I'm happy, he got some toys, he's playing with his toys, of course, you know, whatever. We in there about we in there about twenty five minutes, right? So I look up and Candace was like, and Trey was like, came up, ran over to me, was like, "Dad, mom wants you." And I looked over at her, and she wasn't like looking over at me. So I was like, I don't know what he's talking about. And I just kept like, I might have been looking for some jeans for him or something like on the other side of the store. So um, he comes back over there and he's like, "Dad, mom wants you." And I was I looked over there again. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to go over there in a second. So he runs back over to his mom. And then all of a sudden, I hear Trey just crying. And I'm like, what happened? I'm like, all right, cool. So let me make my way back over there. (laughs) I go back over there. And Candace is like, did you let Trey steal some toys? (laughs) I was like, what? She was like, yo, this lady comes into the store, sees Trey. She's got her little son comes up to me wow. and so is I, like... I had it in mind, see. I was going to say the only problem is if my man's still in the mall and sees them. So I was thinking... Yo, that, but Carl, I was like, yeah, it's that's a not billion likely. people at an outlet mall. Wow. It's like one of those outdoor outlet malls. It's not even inside. Like You know what I'm saying? It's like a million stores, like a maze. You couldn't find your way around there if you left breadcrumbs. There's a lesson in this. There's a lesson in this. <laughs> oh, no, Yo, oh, you know. Oh, you know. That's why I had to bring it to you. Yo. I'm sitting there. So wow. so the lady had already left by the time I came over there. But Candace was like, yeah, she came up to me and was like, I'm sorry. Those are my son's toys. And like his, I guess her son was crying. Trey was looking like, wait a minute. Finders keepers. Hello. <laughs> and so, of course, Candace was like, all right, well, I'd never seen these toys. And I guess that's why Candace was sending Trey to come get me. Because she wanted to find out, like, okay, is this real? Like, did you buy these toys for him, or did he actually take? So I guess Candace was like, well, I guess the lady ain't got no reason to lie. If those are her son toys, well, Trey, give them back. So, of course, Trey was hot. Mm. And um, I came over. Yo, I was stunned. I was like, yo, are you kidding me? Like, of all the places, of all the, you know, whatever, my man ended up coming back. Yo, when I'm talking about the toys, there was nobody around. And I wouldn't even have took them if they was like, I would even let Trey take them if they were like some sweet toys. Like these were literally like the throwaway happy meal. You play with them for two seconds 
and throw them in the trash boys. And my man came and got them. So that was, uh, <laughs> bro, I promise you. I was like, okay, I got to talk about this on podcast. Like, did I make a mistake? Because that one, I, I'm, I'm still kind of like, okay, should I have just left them there? Like, okay, maybe I guess I, hindsight 2020, I should have. I'm like, yo, it wasn't even no lost and found or nothing. Like, what am I going to do? Take them to the lost and found? Like, two little mini toys to the lost and found? I don't know. It was weird. So, anyway, I don't know what y'all think, but that well, was Well, I told uh, y'all, we, back in our day, unfortunately, kids had to come to the mall with you, and they didn't get nothing for going to the mall. <laughs> so, if this would have been the 90s, y'all would have been good to go. But apparently, in the 2017s, it's uh, a different ball get, game, uh, Yeah. These uh, kids got iPads. I, heard, I know, right? You know what I heard, though, I thought was sweet? Was it Ball? Um, I don't, you have to forgive me. I don't know his name, if it's Mr. Ball, but his kids play. Um, yeah, Lonzo Ball. Oh, basketball. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I was watching a little piece of that yesterday, and I thought the one thing he said, and again, people can debate it, but he said he knew his sons were going to be great, whatever, you know, that there are no trophies. Uh, all the trophies those boys won, he's like, there's no trophies in our home. I was like, bro, that's deep. Mm. That's, that's, a different, that's a different level right there because his boys earned those trophies, and he like, for those nope, of you who don't know no what trophies. he's talking about, there's a there's a kid who plays for UCLA. He's one of the top players in the country, basketball players. His dad um, is like, you know, pretty outspoken. But there's three of them. He's got the kid who plays for UCLA. He's got two little brothers who are also going to UCLA in the future. And my man brags on his kids like they, oh, the next, all three of them going to be yeah. the next Jordan. But yeah. I, I feel you. I like that he didn't have the trophies in the house. But I did not like saying him saying his son was better than Steph Curry right now. You lost your. But mind. I do. I, but I do like why he said what he said. I love it. He said, "Yo, it's entertainment. I can say whatever I want to say. It don't make it true or false." He like, "Yo, I'm pumping my son up. I was just gonna I, say I'm going to yeah. elevate my sons yeah. and make my oh, sons. Oh well, feel if like we can lie to you. our kids, then I'm good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, me and Mr. Ball. Bring got, it all the way. Me back. and Mr. Ball got something in common. I do like my man. Right. He done lied to his son and told him he was better than Steph Curry. I done told right. Trey Paw Patrol got canceled. We all in the same right. boat. Right. So you, <laughs> you you headed down the same line. We all headed down the same, same path. path. Yeah, yeah. Trey's going to be better than Jordan. I you love know what I'm it. saying? I love it. Mm-hmm. I, and, and, and in a world, for me, in a world where those who are doing negative is highlighted, especially, bro, I'll be real. I, I watch TV sometimes. I'm like, Yo, I, it's, I don't even watch TV no more. I'm like, I, I can't, I just can't take it, bro. Like, I, it's just not balanced to me. And so Jalen is not what going to necessarily. What you talking about is not balanced? What's not balanced? Basket? You talking about So who? I'm watching the news. Oh, the news. I'm watching oh, the news. Yeah, nah. it, it's not balanced, bro. It's you all know? bad and news. So, I, I'm, all yeah, bad I'm news. Saying, I, and I ain't just saying bad news. No, it's bad I'm news, bro. My, I see every yeah, time I, I turn it on, like somebody. not just bad news. I'm saying specifically. Jalen is watching the news. He gonna be highlighted for uh, he uh, robbing the bank, highlighted for whatever. And so for me, it's like, yo, if you Jalen, you don't see a lot of imagery of you balling out of control or being successful. So the kids who are doing what they're supposed to do academically, you know, the kids that are that are great citizens, I'm not seeing them on the news. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. There's, there's no uh, public place where they're being validated. So I feel my man on. Yo, the world ain't validating my sons. The world ain't, you know, uh, um, highlighting their achievements. Yeah, so I don't know I'm if that same do thing is- rang true for athletes, though. They get highlighted uh, quite a bit. 
You know what I'm saying? Like they I, I'm saying though, maybe they, they get highlighted in terms of their play. Yeah, but, that's what I mean. But nobody's saying to them, like his father, yo, you the best of the best, bruh. You gonna have your own shoe deal, you gonna have your whatever. Like, yo, I'm like I said, y'all know me. I ain't on that with Jalen. But but I, I respect a father that's doing it. I called C yesterday and told C, like, yo, Jalen did his uh his senior speech, you know, at Michigan State. University's um, men's basketball banquet, and C was tripping like, "Oh, you said Jalen did good? Like you usually hard on Jalen?" I'm like, "No doubt." You know what I'm saying? That's my philosophy. I'm getting you ready for the real world. But to see a father who does the opposite of what I do, it was kind of refreshing, bro. Now I ain't about to start doing it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it was refreshing to see. No doubt, no doubt, definitely uh. ain't about to start doing. It. So that was yeah, but no, nah, man, that was uh. That was my, yeah, yeah, that was so weird, man. I can't believe, I'm like, yo, I'm like, like, it, it, real quick, I'm sorry, I hate to go back to it, but yo, I was feeling, I felt crazy. I'm like, if I was that late, like, if you were that lady, would you really have came and tracked down them toys? I don't oh, know. Oh, definitely. Hey, she so her son experiencing, her son, yeah, her probably, son experiencing the tracks. Her experience. son, when you go to the mall, I'm gonna get you some toys <laughs> no so you can calm down. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying, like, just call that, chalk that up a loss. What did you, like, Run around the whole mall looking for. I don't know. I was just like, oh, I'm sure. I didn't so anyway. I'm lying to it. my son. I'm teaching him how to steal. I, I'm, <laughs> uh, like seriously, I'm gonna just start a segment called CJ's Parenting Fails, and uh, let y'all laugh at me. But um, yeah, no, that was crazy. Hey, but shout out to the Did fact. Did y'all have it, a talk though? Did you and Trey talk about it, or you just went and got him some more toys? Uh, you know what? Actually, it was time to leave. And I was like, <laughs> by this time, like by the time we actually did it, it was time to go. I know go. where this is going. So I got, I hopped in. Shout out to the suburban, hopped in the suburban, and turned on a, a and put Netflix. Turned on, on a canceled episode of Paw Patrol for him, and we rolled out. And, you know what I'm saying? And we got some broccoli. And we got some broccoli, bro. Oh no Chick-fil-A. doubt, no doubt, broccoli all day. Uh, um, what was I gonna say? And what did Candy say though? It was was Candy uh, like hot. she just uh, left? No, alone. she wasn't. She was kind of confused. Like I guess she was like, <laughs> yeah, she was like, wait a minute, where did I, I couldn't even really like. So you know me, like we was walking back and I, I saw the little playland where nobody was there wife. where the toys was, and I'm like, boo, the toys was right here. I'm like, they was right here on the ledge, like about to fall off the ledge, like in the middle of obscurity. I didn't even see the toys, you know what I'm saying? But kids got like a little, you know, uh, uh, sixth sense about toys. So Trey walked right to them joints. But um, where will we be, guys? Just to all my listeners who don't particularly care for the joking and the laughing, but you have to be honest. Where would this podcast be without? Well, if you don't, hey, I, I tell people all the time. If you don't care for the joke, and go watch TGIM. It ain't no jokes. I was on just there. gonna say TGIM all day. You know what I'm saying? You this, can get the serious. Yeah, you got you want ET to yell at you. You go listen to TGIM. Um, <laughs> hey, but E, shout out to the fact that I, I did finally take your advice, man, and bought a pair of Asics. Um, so I, yeah, yep. I went. And it's got like some, that because I'm on the yo, I'm on the nah, verse. He talked to nah, me. It's like that. No. I, no, he yeah. he ain't he been telling me to get some Asics for the longest. You know, of course we were doing our thing on the treadmill, whatever. He been like Asics, Asics. I and, and you know me, I'm like, look, I go with some Air Maxes, you know, some Nike running shoes, whatever. He was like, yo, you gotta get some Asics, man. I, now listen, them joints was expensive, yes, but I promise you, one, they look sweet. These there was like some new Asics. They was butter. Um, but Carl, when I tell you I put them on, the most comfortable shoe I ever put on in my life, 
And I wear like the bubble Air Maxes because I love them right. shoes. Like, yo, these I I I'll send you whatever the link is to them. But yeah, these were the most I comfortable shoe I ever pair. put on. Oh yeah, it would hey, it would have gone nicer if you had said you would send me a pair. But I'll take the link. No, 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 I, well, hey, look, I, I don't. You know my pay salary, the way that works. I don't even get paid all the time like that. You know what I'm saying? Hey. I was skeptical, see, because he started up with New Balance and tell me to get New Balance, and I just was not feeling that. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm gonna get an A6 a shot because I got the call sign. I like New Balances I too, promise. but these these A6 man, I'm talking about. New Balance are great, for but the running, A6s are phenomenal. Oh, uh, bro, and you know how like usually you put on the shoe and you like, all right, it's straight, but you gotta like break it in. No, yeah. I mean this joint was ready yeah, to go. The A6s go. come broke in. Oh, oh they, wow. duh, it was. Uh, I felt like I was walking on pillows. I was like, oh yeah, no, this is about to make my run. Nice and lightweight. So, um, yeah, I'll send you the link. If your birthday comes, oh, if you don't get them by your birthday in October, then I'll send you some. <laughs> I'll send you mine. You know what I'm saying? When I get ready, re-up and grab a new get pair. A new pair, right. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's talk about some substantive so all the little, the little prudes on the podcast can get their fix. Um, let's see. What do we want to talk about? Oh, so he asked me to talk about, he, he wanted to talk about something that we talked about on the um Breathe You call the other day. And so we were on the Breathe You call, what, Sunday, right, E? Yeah. Yep. So shout out to, man, you already know, I'm about to say it. Join Breathe You. We had an explosive call on Sunday and Thursday. These Thursday, oh my goodness, these calls been crazy. But anyway, on Sunday, um, we were talking about, you know, kind of going to that next level and, you know, how to do it and finding a team. You know what I mean? And so I was like, listening and I, I you know he kind of you know does his thing you know talks you know a little bit more on the Sunday call and so I was just listening and everybody was talking about finding a team and he was talking about you know how he found a team and the whole nine and everybody on there was like yeah because I just got to find my squad of people who can help me push my vision forward and I got to find people this and they were like yo E I'm having a hard time finding a team and people who motivated that da, 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 da. And finally, man, I kind of got a little angry. I don't know why. Snap. I, got... I was going to say, he snapped. He snapped. Yeah, I did. I did. Little, yo, I snapped. did. I snapped. Snap. And um, he was like, yo, you got to talk about that on the podcast because, you know, they need to hear it. But I was just, in essence, I guess I was like, yo, like, it, it, I'm sorry. Is everybody on this entire line a boss? Like, I don't think y'all are. And the reason that you can't build a team is because you're not supposed to be building your own team right now. You're supposed to join somebody else's team. And I know that's kind of contradictory to what, you know, you hear us say sometimes in terms of, you know, setting your own agenda and being your own boss. And, you know, obviously we believe in entrepreneurship and stuff like that. But everybody's looking for somebody to come up underneath them. And I'm saying you haven't built anything worth building a team for yet. And so you need to jump on a team and figure out how to be a teammate before you figure out how to be a coach or a boss. And and I could tell the line got like a little silent. And I said it maybe a little bit more aggressively on the BU call. But the the bottom line was most of us, we have this dream of starting our own thing and being our own boss and all of these things. But most of us never learn how to be a teammate. And I was trying to tell them. Yo, y'all see E and you asking him how he built his right. team and I think that how'd you get Carl right and E and yeah. CJ and I'm looking for my Carl and I'm looking for my CJ and Josh and da 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 And the first thing I always tell him at the conference is, first of all, you ain't E.T. So let, let's just get that straight right now. Second of all, you've never been in a role where you were serving 
So you wouldn't know how to treat a team if they came to you. And I tell people all the time, and E, you, I'll let you take it from here, but E didn't start off in his crew like the man, like let me just recruit a whole squ- staff and let's go to work. E started off as the servant of the crew when you were doing Belltown Ministries and things like that. So in essence, what I told the line on BU was like, the reason you can't find a team is because you ain't sweet enough yet. And so, E, you can kind of take it from there, but you wanted me to bring that up on the podcast. So, I, I mean, I'll, <clears throat> I'll jump in, see, not to be funny, but you said, like, E started serving, and I'm just saying, like, all I know of E is serving. Like, all I know of E is serving. I'll go back from, man, I'm talking about Tamisha and I in an apartment. This is, like, seven, eight years ago. Like, we ain't had no kids yet. And I remember asking, E, we didn't have a vacuum, the weirdest thing. We didn't have a vacuum. And I remember, I might have mentioned this on, on some call or something before, but I remember, and, and, and y'all got to understand, growing up in the Caribbean, like, it's a, like, like, everybody, like, look out for everybody. Like, I'm used to that. But, like, it's just the weirdest thing. So let me just, let me just set, the, set the picture. So we don't have a vacuum. I'm like, e, hey, let me your vacuum real quick. Because he didn't live far from me, like, a couple minutes. I'm like, yo, let me your vacuum. I'm trying to clean the house, whatever. And I promise y'all, the very next morning, and th- this was, like, that night, I think I, I wanted to borrow the vacuum the next morning or something before Tamisha got up, try to clean up, whatever. The next morning I opened the door and it's a new brand vacuum outside the house. Like it's a new vacuum sitting outside the house. And I'm like, what in the devil? Like I asked, like you got, you got a new vacuum? Like why you bring a new one here? I just wanted to use yours. And I'm saying how we grew up in the Caribbean, like my mother cooked some and she gonna take some for the neighbor. Like it wasn't nothing to just borrow it, give it back. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing. But I'm just saying from all I knew of E, so you're talking about six, seven years ago, yesterday I called E like, E where you at? He's like, nothing, what you need? I'm like, well, we, Tamisha doing some stuff for the church. She's trying to get some stuff knocked out. I was on a call with somebody like, yo, we just need something to eat. Are you out? Can you grab something? He's like, yo, just tell me what you need. I got it. Promise you, like, it wasn't an hour and he's at the house with, of course, Chipotle. <laughs> but I'm talking about for the <laughs> no whole God. family. You know no what I'm saying? God. So it's not like, when, when we talk about serving, it's not like it's something that he did at the beginning to develop this and then, you know, and then changed into a ball. No, it's who he is, like, at his core. And I, it sounds weird talking about you. You're right in the room with me. Uh, well, but, well. you know what I'm saying? Like, I got to say this for people to understand. Like, service is who he is. Like, y'all seeing him as a leader. But I'm telling you, the only reason you see him as the leader he is is, like C was saying, it's because of the service that he started from the GED program. You know what I'm saying? What year was that, E? Man, 92. Yeah, 91, 92. Yeah, so literally, y'all, it's not, it's not something new that he's doing. It's what he's always done. And for me, I'm that dude that <clears throat> I love to be in the trenches. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all know me. Seeing ETs me all the time. I love working. Like, I like being in the trenches. And to be able to look over and see this dude that, you know, is like stupid gifted, got a stupid relationship with God, and he right there in the trenches next to you. Like, you know what that does for me is that, you know, that, that mindset like, whatever we need, I'm going to get it done. It's not a question. So I'm, 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 I'm trying to start. I'm setting E up, see. But, like, I need people to understand, like, yo, if you're serving first, you create a connection with the people around yeah. you that's bar yeah. none. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You create a connection. Like, I, there's, like <coughs> there's nothing else for me to go to after this. Nobody else is going to be able to treat me the way that E set it up from the beginning. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if E was that slick, see, that he played us. But he keep playing us then if that's what he was doing. He he, he good with it. Like, he got this act up for a long time. A little Chipotle go a long way. <laughs> right. But, yeah, no, for real. So, y'all, y'all got to hear it. Like, it's about serving first. Yeah, I, I think that's. I think for real, guys, this is what we want you to get. A lot of you guys, and C said it, man, I wish 
Carl, if you can go back and play it, maybe. I don't know if that's legal because it's the BU, you know, call uh, for Thrive members, but um, if it's possible to My play that said, piece. Sweet, sweetheart, you are like a bus. Your job is to make sure that the engine is running, you own that joker when you're supposed to be on it, you drive it, and you go from bus stop to bus stop, and you make sure you're there. Whatever the schedule says, and wherever you're supposed to be, you are exactly where you're supposed to be, and you pick them up exactly when you're supposed to. When you open up that door to get them on the bus, you don't know who's going to show up on the bus. You, you don't know who's going to show up. So whoever get on, get on. You don't know how far they're going. You go to each stop, you open the door, whoever want to get on, get on, whoever want to get off, get off, whoever want to stay on, stay on. But your job is not to focus on the, the, the personnel, who get on, who get off, who get on, who get off. We don't even know who's going to wake up every day. So can't nobody give you no guarantee that they're going to be with you for 10 years. My wife got MS. She couldn't guarantee her job. She's going to be there for another 40 years. Stuff happens. But what my wife says, the one thing you control, you control the bus. You control what time it leave the depot. You control what time it get to each station. You control opening up that joint. And when they hit the fire, they hit the string, and the sound go off, you control stopping at the nearest stop and letting them off. It, you do not take it personal who get on, who get off. Don't take it personal. What you take personal e. is you drive that engine. That's what you take personal. Yep. Can you hear me, E? I hear you loud and clear, C. Okay, cool. So, sorry, y'all. I'm at the gym on, on the elliptical. I'll be quick and I'll go back on mute. And I'm going to say something that's going to hurt some feelings. So, uh, it's Sunday. I really didn't want to do that on a Sunday. So, listen to me. <laughs> right. If you're, having, if you're having trouble finding a team, chances are you need to stop trying to find a team and be on a team and join a team. Okay? Mm. So, mm. I hear all y'all talking, and it's from this boss perspective of, like, my company and my needs and you need to, I need to, what you're really saying is you need employees or helpers, right? So chances are, if you can't find those people, then you need to be serving somebody else. So what E doesn't tell you guys is when he came on the Bell Tower Ministries, E.T. was not E.T. E.T. came in and was sweeping floors, was mopping, was pouring drinks with people. He was the low man on the totem pole, and he paid, played that role until he was in a position to have enough influence to start building a team. The way y'all talking now, the reason you can't find the, the team or, or a bunch of workers is because you ain't done enough yet. You don't have enough juice built up. We talked about that in the juice theory. So if you cannot find a team, you need to join one. But I think what was so unique about that piece, C arrested my attention in that he brought out the fact that, you know, like E didn't start here. And, you know, for real, see, I've been doing this for a long time. This is like my new role. And oftentimes, you know, when you've been doing something for 10 years, see, let's just be real. You, it's not that you forget about the past, but the past is not as present as it once was. So I forgot that, yo, in the bell, you said it, in Bell Tower, I was the number three man on the totem pole right, of right. the number three of the three men. You know, when I was at Madison Mission, right. With and Pastor what were Doggy, you doing? Just walk them through, because I want I, I, like let's be practical now, because people out there and listen to me. You 25 years old talking about you trying to build a team. You ain't got nothing to you ain't got nothing for a team to join. 
And so, E, walk us through, like, for real, when you say you were the third man, when you came into the bell tower, what kind of things were you doing? Because there's people listening to the podcast, and they're struggling to build a team, and they don't understand that they need to be on a team, not having a team under you. And, and like I said, when you say building a team, most people really just mean, I need some lackeys around me to do my dirty work. I, like yeah, that I need somebody to serve me. Right. Uh, yeah. uh, I need somebody to serve me. So here's what I was doing. And I'm laughing, y'all, because I'm learning. Carl just said, the, the, the relationship with Jesus Christ, I get that part. But he was like, he's gifted. Listen to me. I wasn't speaking when I was with the bell tower. So apparently, Herb didn't see uh, this gift, and Trey <laughs> didn't necessarily see this gift, because they, they, they had me on a rotation for speaking. I was passing out flyers. I was knocking on doors, inviting people to the bell tower. Mm. I was showing up to the bell tower. Um, what, what would you call it? See, like setting up, you know, right, setting right. up, meaning making sure that I hype people up to come sit down. Right. When people pass the bell, I had to be like, don't pass. Herb speaking today. Don't pass. He got a dynamic message he's going to be doing today. <laughs> um, uh, I did maybe uh, the prayer, the welcome, you know, um, if we had to get, you know, materials out, Trey and I were pretty much, you know, because Trey was a, Trey, Trey a thoroughbred. Trey, Trey Hayton is a, you know what I'm saying? Like Carl said, he in the trenches. Like, that's his thing. Irv, not saying Irv wasn't in the trenches, but Irv was more of an administrator. You know what I'm saying? So Irv made sure, you know, all the behind-the-scenes stuff was done. But me and Trey, if we had to bring out music because it was a big night, bring out lights, that's the stuff I was doing. See, Carl going to laugh, but, you know, when we were going road trips, I was renting the car. I was driving. Uh -huh. oh, you know Lord. what I'm saying? Driving them around. You know, uh, Jesus take so the I did wheel. the dirty work, man. Hey, let I, and me even take when it I, a step further, he started to cut you. But see, you you might remember this. See, Tabernacle of David. So we we were looking for a church at the time. Uh, what what was that? I don't remember what was happening. But anyway, we were having we were using another facility. Our church was using another facility. And I remember he preaching, getting off the stage, and he going into the bathrooms and cleaning and mopping and wiping up the bathroom right, before right. we left to make sure that spot was clean. So when you talk about, you know, just service, like, again, I was talking about my perspective, he doing stuff for me. But I'm showing y'all, like, a whole church, like, you got a church with members, 50, 100 members in the church, and he was the first one to go grab the mop, the mop bucket, get the pine saw out, and mop the bathroom floor, mop the whole area. Yeah, it's clean. easy to build I'm a team when you're leading like that. You know what I'm saying? You trying to stand, most people trying to stand there and lord over people. Look at me. Look how right. sweet I am. You know what I'm saying? Serve me. Talking about yeah. why can't I build a team? Don't nobody like you. You know what I'm saying? How about that? Don't nobody want to, don't nobody want to grind for you yeah. and you on that tip. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you, like I said, if you can't afford to pay me $100,000, you definitely ain't going to be talking to me crazy. You know what I'm saying? So some of y'all got, they're, they're, they're getting nothing out of it from being involved with you. But E, continue, I want, go, go on to Madison Mission. I want, I want them to see the progression all the way through. Yep, so I felt like, and I, look, and I, I say this with all due respect, but I would have people occasionally, when I would speak, I would have people say, you equal to or if not better than the pastor. Now, you know, I don't, I don't you know, believe that, but I'm just saying, people would come to me like, yo, E, I never asked pastor to speak. See, I never asked to speak. I never felt like, Yo, I'm one of the sweetest speakers in this joint. Yo, I need a shot. What did I do? I ushered. And he didn't even tell me to usher, but we were going from church to church. You know, we was in high schools. You know, we were in gyms. So we were in a different spot every week for about six months, maybe to a year. We, we would wake up in the morning, see, we didn't know where we were. So I made sure I was in the parking lot helping people, you know, get organized. You coming inside, sitting people. 
you know, afterwards putting the chairs up. And this is what I love, bro. This is what I love, man. I pray for my son. I pray for my daughter. But Didi would be right there with me putting chairs up. You know what I'm saying? And like Carl said, it's one thing, man, to be in the trenches. But when you see your girl in the trenches mm. with you, she ain't too big time to mop floors. Uh. She ain't too big time to wash dishes, bro. It's just a whole nother level. And I know a lot of times with our young people, they just looking at how tall somebody is, how short, what color they are, what kind of body they got. Bro, get with somebody that's going to be in the trenches with you. Somebody that's going to roll their sleeves up. That's a whole nother story. But anyway, see, I'm going I'm, I'm to digress it. But yeah, in, anyway. Um, You're on the it, marriage conference. Get back. Yeah, yeah, I'm on the marriage conference. Anyway, guys, I want you to know that even today, and listen to me, hear this part. Because C didn't say this. Carl didn't say this. But even today, y'all need to understand, I'm still not their boss. Like, for real, I'm being real. I still don't take the role of bossing them around. It, it's, it's weird with us. It's like Durant might score one day. You know, you might have Thompson score one day. You might have Curry score one day. Like, none of us lord over each other. Not, we're not each other's boss. Like, we don't have an organizational chart where people are over us. As a matter of fact, what we probably have is me at the bottom serving Carl, serving C. And then they serve whoever, you know what I'm saying? So our, stru our organizational structure is not set up in a way where ET is too big time to get, get you lunch or ET is too big time to fill out a document or ET too big time to grab the camera. Like we just don't live like that. We, we, our thing is what work has to be done and who's most qualified on this particular day at this particular time to get it done. So most of y'all sick. There's no other way for me to say it. You sick. You want to be worshipped. There's something about you. You, you, you want to be worshipped. You're looking to be affirmed. Like you're looking for people, you know, to speak kind. I don't know what you're looking for, but you're sick. If you think that a group of people are going to serve you because you pay them. Don't nobody serve you because you pay them. You get them a check. Like that, that, that's sick. So I want you to change your thinking and say, what can I do this old school? When you look at the movies from back in the day, the, the leader was on the horse up front. He was in battle, see, up front. And that's why you made sure it, the battle was worthy. If you ain't going to war, see, you can send anybody to war. You can fight anybody because you ain't going to war. You ain't doing nothing. So you don't care who died, what they risk. But see, when you on the front line, oh, you better be strategic, bro. You better think no it through. You, right. you better have your stuff together and you better take the right crew. So for me, we still don't lord over each other. We still, you never go on the road and it's like um, E.T. speaking first or E.T. doing it. You always see us together as a squad. You always see us together as a unit. And for real, C is just sweeter in some things, you know, than the rest of us. Carl, sweeter than something than the rest. I'm sweeter than, I stay in my lane. Listen to me, calling all leaders. Just because you call yourself a leader, you might be the oldest, you may have been around the longest, you still are not deep enough to be quarterback, running back, wide receiver, DB, cornerback, like you're not that deep. And so ET has a lane. My lane is not all lanes. I don't get to run all areas. I don't. I don't even know what's going on. People will call me ET. I saw some mistakes in it. I'm like, call the person who over that department. That ain't my department. I don't know what's going on over there. I, how dare 
uh, I tell C what to do. How dare I tell Carl what to do with their experts in. So I just want to say calling all leaders stay in your lane. Just because you have authority in a particular area doesn't mean you have the right or the expertise to run that area. So yeah, bro, I'm all about serving leaderhood, man. Yep, serving so, yeah, leaderhood. No. So I'm, I'm, Go for it, I was gonna, Let me say this real quick. See, I, I'm going to say real quick for all those people that got onto the scandal bandwagon and watched it and we having this conversation still like y'all are sad. Like, let me just put it flat out. Y'all are sad. So my wife and I just started watching scandal. I, I don't do. Let me just say it like this. I don't do anything that controls my time. Like I want full control. So and when I say that scandal is something that you watch the show. And you definitely stuck there until next week. Whenever I don't even know what day it shows. I think it was Thursday. Was it Thursday? Yeah, I think mm -hmm. So if it's showing Thursdays, like you pretty much watching it, it leaves you on a cliffhanger every week and you stuck until next Thursday. So I don't do that. So I waited until it was done. The hype is gone. And I watched it now for like to learn. Like, let me see what all this hype was about. Let me understand what the writer, uh, Shonda Ryan, what was she on? I remember watching the first episode and I was like, wow. Like, you could understand, like, the allegiance that these people had to her. I'm like, yo, what did she do for them? Like, what did she do for them? Like, this is something crazy. I'm saying, like, we just started watching this a couple weeks ago. And it's, like, bananas for me to watch. Now, of course, as it unfolds, you see how she's helped every single mm -hmm. buddy in that, in that office to a, to a level of they would yeah, give their good. lives for her. Like, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Good, like, down that level where they would give their lives for her. Yeah. But you see what she did yeah. for each of them. And... I'm just sitting there like, yo, how you watch this and miss, like, why are we talking about this? This show was like the biggest show on TV. Like, you should have gotten that. Like, she served every one of them in a way. Now, let me not go on, on the part of who she was. Like, she a beast at what she does. But you see what, how she took care of her people from the get-go. Like, she found them where they were and took care of them in a situation that they could not get out of, continued to take care of them. And now they all, like, I'm talking about flat-out allegiance to her. Anything she needs is done. She not lorded over them the same concept. She not, no, there are certain decisions she make, like, yo, trust oh, my no intuition. I got this. Yeah. But overall, it's a team. They're sitting down and they're looking at everything, and she trusts her people to go do, hey, you, I know you can handle that. Go do that, go do that. And I'm watching their team see, like, what is the devil how are people not getting this like if you build a team with that premise mm -hmm. oh it's nothing can stop you but it's but nothing Carl, most people when they watch the show see they want her suit see <laughs> they want her briefcase see <laughs> they want to drink wine see you know what I'm saying? they want to drink wine that's the part they catch oh definitely want to drink the wine See, how many people want to drink the wine now? Like, like she drinking it. How many people want to wear the outfit? How many people want to be number one and get like, the grown really woman heard, gifts? Come on, <laughs> good grown woman gift. How, look, see, how many times have I seen women say to me, um, I'm, you know, um, in, in scandal, Pope. they want to be Olivia Pope. Like, Olivia they, Pope. I'm Olivia Pope. And I say to myself, see, when I say it, when they say it to me, see, like, I know where they coming from with the ego. They misinterpret what she's doing. And I say this to them when they say it, see, show me your five, six people that'll die for you. Mm. Where are they? Go show them to me real quick. Go call them for me real quick. Call five people that do anything for you at any moment, at any time. Call me. Okay, do me a favor. If you can't show me that, call me your connects. Like, show me, show, give me your Rolodex of the 50 people you could pick up the phone right now that and influence. ask for whatever you want. Yep. Well, let me tell you something. And I, I ain't trying to, you know what I'm saying? I ain't name dropping. I ain't name dropping. But one of my homies from Toronto hit me the other day, and he had, a, a you know, an NBA question. See, a young man who, not he doesn't play, but is in a, you know, administrative role, bottom of the totem pole, but my man, grinder, see, he trying to get to that next level. My man called me 
for his homie and was like, yo, E, I need to know, like, for real, I, ain't, I don't ask, you know me, E, I don't want no handout, but my man's stuck. Like, he doesn't know what the next step is to grow in his career. I pick up the phone, call my boy Lawrence Frank, bro. I, I text Lawrence like, yo, yo, Lawrence, hey, I, I need a favor. Lawrence hit me like, yo, E, not, right now, I'm at the, um, the, what did you call that? The uh, 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 Big East, is that what it is? Big East tournament, and I'm watching the game, and as soon as the game is over, see, I promise you, it wasn't an hour or so later, he hit me up like, E, what's up? What can I do to help you out? And I got off the phone like, yo, E, like, I'm just like, see, bump the speaking, bump the, the traveling, bump the what we have been able to accomplish, finance, all of that. I'm looking at all the relationships, see? And I'm looking at when he was here with the Pistons and how I just served. I ain't asked for nothing. My man was in my hometown, you know, rocking with my hometown. So I'm like, yo, whatever I can do to serve you, and I promise you, bruh, from that one hookup, we have a relationship now. We working with the Clippers. He called me like, hey, E, I heard the stuff you did for the, the voiceover stuff you did was bananas. I was like, I don't know. I did it. I, he's like, well, I'm telling you, it's bananas. I was like, bet. I'll see you when y'all make y'all playoff run. I'd love to see it on the jumbo screen, you know, with my family getting a chance. So I'm just saying, see, like, everybody walking around here like I'm Olivia Pope. You don't have four people you could call when you need a favor. You, 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 you ain't got three people. They like, all right, call, I'll call you back. You know what I'm saying? And so I just want y'all to hear what C is saying. He said, E, take us back and walk us through. And y'all want to start where I am. Mm. <laughs> right. You want to start where I am. Right. That's where you want to start. You don't right. want to start with where I started. Oh. You want to start where I am today. And you just can't do that. It's levels to this. Oh, bro, you just said something. I right thought the there. music was nah, going to play then. That that is that is the problem. It's yo, but it's all good. We're gonna fix that problem. Uh, real quick, um, I do want to know when. Okay, so let's let's make it practical for the people though. When did you know, or when um, should somebody know when it's time to come out of that role? Because okay, we I, I understand your servant Carl illustrated that very clearly. You you said it. I know it. But at some point, you went from being a team member to building your own team and how did you know when it was time to make that crossover from all right being on a team to where somebody now you were either the figurehead or the de facto leader of the squad where you could start building pieces around you because all of us in our entire company came together around you you know what i mean and so when do you know it's when is it time to make that jump for somebody out there who's like, OK, I got it. You're right. I'm not ready to start my own team right now. I need to get on a team and serve. But how do you know then when it's time to make that transition into uh, building out your own team? Man, see, uh, whew, this one is deep. I don't think I've ever shared this publicly, but I, I, it, it's a natural progression. It's what you say. See, you know, you wake up and you look. You, you at Michigan State University, the Breslin Center, at a banquet, and you see your six-month-old, your three-year-old, your five-year-old, your 10-year-old, your 13-year-old, your 16-year-old, 21 years old, suited up. You know what I'm saying? And let me tell you something. When I looked at Jalen the other day, I was like, yo, my man grown in that he had his own, I mean, he grown, see? He had his own style. This kid had on some white capris some white capris, see, with some blue loafers. And, you know what I'm saying? And a turtleneck. Everybody else got on a shirt and a tie, see? I'm looking at this boy like, unbelievable. And he got up there and he spoke 
And I was like, yo, I didn't, I didn't, if I had my choice, Jalen would have stayed four or five. You know, it's a natural progression, see? You know, it's like you kind of, you grow with time, you know, if you choose to. And for me, it was a natural progression. I never dreamed or I never wanted to be a leader. And, and I need people to hear what I'm saying. I never craved to lead. I never craved to be over nobody. I never craved that. I always craved, see, to be a role player and be one of the best role players I could be. I always craved, bruh. I, look, I wasn't even trying to be Scotty. I would take B.J. Armstrong. You know what I'm saying? Paxton. Like, I just wanted to serve. And I'll never forget going to church one day and Pastor Dog had preached. And it didn't feel the same, see? Mm. And I remember going home telling Dee Dee, like, yo, Dee, I know ain't nothing wrong with the church because I love the church. But something wrong. I didn't get the same thing out of the message that I normally get. Mm. I didn't get that feeling I normally get. And as a matter of fact, each time we went after that C, I almost wanted to throw up. Uh, I almost wanted wow. to throw up, see? And I kept saying to myself, like, what's wrong, E? Like, I know you're not, I know you're not, not being loyal to your pastor. Like, I know you're not, not being loyal to the man you know that's responsible for you being here, E. Like, I know you ain't tripping. And I didn't want to speak, see? I didn't want to do nothing different, but I was in the same space, but it felt weird. It was an eerie feeling like, yo, your time is up. You don't belong here no more. And I'll never forget praying hard and long like, God, show me what's wrong. Why am I feeling this way? And he said to me, the master can't teach you nothing else. It's time for the student to become a teacher. And I was like, shoot. It's time to go, and it's time to replicate what he taught you somewhere else. And so I was like, all right, Father, I'm, I, I, I hate to leave Alabama. I hate to leave this from sitting under this great man. And you know what God told me? He said, if, 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 if you sit here too much longer, the thing that was once a blessing to you will be a curse to you. It's time to go. And I moved here to Michigan. And... Um, I, so, hear me carefully, see, because most people will be like, yo, E.T., he seemed like he outgrowing his pastor. He need to go start something. No, see, I didn't go start something. I went to school, see. I went and got my master's degree. So I didn't leave and go start a church and take his members. You feel me? I didn't go start something. It's like, okay, y'all come with me. It's time for us to get out of here. What I heard was, yes, you do need to teach, but you're not finished learning yet. You're finished learning from him. Now you need to go to Michigan State, get the master's degree, and there's some more things you need to learn. And as soon as I left, see, I graduated. Weeks after, the university offered me a job. The church offered me a position to become a pastor. Still, see, I'm not telling people to take my route. But what I'm showing you, see, is I still never craved it. I still never went after it. And once I got my job at Michigan State, I heard the creator say, what you did in Huntsville, Alabama with Bell Tower, you can't let that go to waste. You need to start that here. And so I started the program here, and by the grace of God, as I worked, you guys came to me. I never looked, I, I never, I ain't smart enough to find y'all. I'm not smart enough. I just kind of worked, did my thing. Some people came, some people fell. Y'all came, y'all stayed. So I can't sit here, see, and act like I left. And step one, I found a building. Step two, I put an organizational structure together. Step, step three, I gave them the complete vision. Step four, no, that's not the truth. The truth was I outgrew where I was and a natural progression began to take place once I made the decision that you can no longer be a student, son. It's time for you to be a teacher.
but there's still some things that you need to learn. And quiet is kept for those of you who are listening. I'm still learning from these two dudes. I'm still learning from, you know, the Inkies, the Jeremy's, the David Shans, the people that we're going to be doing our thing with. The Lashana called me and Carl yesterday with a powerful 30 minute conversation mm-hmm. that 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 I, I, I still learn. Like I'm listening to her like, yep, yep, she's still growing, humbling herself. There's some stuff she said that she could have went to her grave with. I'm still learning from all the people that I'm around. So I still haven't arrived. Didi still got some issues. My kids still like, Dad, you can grow in this area. I'm still growing, see. So yeah, I'm a leader, but I'm not a leader that that has arrived. I'm a leader that's still learning. You know what's crazy, Carl? Just when you think you heard it all, I'm like, he still got stories I don't know about. Like, I never heard you talk about, you know, um, why you had to leave, you know, the church and getting sick in church. That's deep. Yeah, I just... Wow, I'm like, that's literally the first time I ever heard you say that. That's crazy. I just always thought it was just school. Like, he left for school. That's all I knew. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt, man. Wow, that's powerful, man. Um, all right. Yeah, well, let's, uh, we got, I got uh, a strict orders to be off in a few minutes because <laughs> we got a conference call this morning. So let's jump into a couple Ask ET questions, if y'all don't mind. We'll get a nugget of the day and get out of here. Ask ET is brought to you by... Stay ready, the conference, man. Shout out to everybody coming out to Atlanta. <laughs> I'm ready, man. I'm this so weekend. ready. Man, we are ready to win the are, Super Bowl. We are putting on um we're putting on a show. This is going to be an experience. This is not just your average run-of-the-mill conference. This is a an experience like none other, man. We are super pumped. We got some special surprises. I can't even talk about them, but I'm super excited. It is going to be off the chain. So if you can get to Atlanta, drive. I don't care what you got to do, but get there. I promise you, it's going to be on a whole nother level. So shout out to Jeremy, Inky, Dave, the guys. Um, they are ready to do their thing. He's ready to do his thing. It is going to be phenomenal this weekend, March 12th. Go to etinspires.com slash events to get tickets. There's still some tickets left. It's going to be off the chain. All right, let's get into Ask ET. Question number one comes from Henry in Maine. Do you guys still think the Warriors are the favorite, even with KD's injury? Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't believe in favorites, man. Like, for real, let's just be 100, man. You, you know, just, I mean, look at, look at the record of Golden State last year, you know, and then they end up losing the championship. And look at Cleveland the year before. Kyrie got injured. Love got injured in the, you know, playoffs. You know, so... See, I'm not really big on making predictions in regular season about what's going to happen. Like, you can't even make a prediction when the series starts because stuff could happen. So, I don't know that I'm a firm believer. I'm keeping my eye on, believe it or not, guys, I'm keeping my eye on the Spurs. I'm not, I'm not counting the Spurs out just because everybody's putting Golden State in and putting, you know, Cleveland in. I think Cleveland probably has an easier run. I mean, maybe Boston could give them a little problems, but I'm not sure that anybody in the East you know, can really create a real serious challenge for him. But I don't know that I'm just letting Golden State ride to the championship. I, I believe the Spurs are out there. It's a couple um, it's a couple teams that, um, you know, could be a threat to the Warriors. Oh, uh, that was cute. I'll take the Warriors. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was real, that was real cool. But uh, give me the Warriors. Uh, Carl? Hey, I'm thinking... Honestly, there's so much. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, see. I'm sticking with the Warriors just because it's just so dynamic, like what they have, and not in, in terms of, you know, you got 
these dudes come together at the beginning of the year and everybody's like, ah, no, we've seen it before. The Gary Payton, the Carl Malone, oh, it ain't going to be deep, whatever. And they're still murdering the game. Like, they, you know, they're running through folk. Now, what I will say, the injury is going to, I think the injury is going to be helpful for them. That's my prediction. That's why I'm saying Golden State is still the one because the injury is going to make them go back to without KD in terms of performing at a higher level. Because now, you know, it's a, it's a comfort in there. Not saying that they've relaxed. But there's still a, a, a gap filler in there that, you know, they don't have to do as much. So I think this next couple of weeks is going to force them to get back to playing at a higher level. So when he comes back, and he's coming back hungry. So you put them two together, I think they're still the ones. Mm. So what's today's date? Because I, I want to mark it. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. don't, do it don't, don't play I with it. I want to mark it on the calendar. Let's uh, mark it on the calendar. Today the 9th of March. Yep. Okay, good. Golden State right. in the landslide. Mark it down. Good. Yeah. <laughs> so, mark, so mark down, I said, mark down, I said, San Antonio, my wild card. All right. Uh, oh, I don't disagree with that. Right. That's, you hedge. San Antonio you got San Antonio yeah. or not. You, you hedge. Right, right, right. You know right. right. Oh, no, I, I, let me wild say this. I'm going to be is, real. Yeah, the Pistons yeah. my no, wild I'm gonna card. I'm going to be real. <laughs> you know yeah, no, no. No, I'm just saying, you going with Cleveland. You, you're not saying that the Warriors are going to win, so let's not let's be real here. No, I'm, I'm saying, saying the Warriors are going to yeah. win for sure. I, no, oh, okay. I, do, I, I prefer Cle- I, well, I prefer the Pistons, but since that ain't going to oh, happen. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no doubt. Out of nowhere. They it might happened. not make it to the play. And the they lines. might not make it to the pre-playoffs. <laughs> uh, real quick, Brian in South Africa said, E, what's the best gift you've ever received from a fan? Hmm. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> he, he went straight to the grown man oh, gift. You didn't even finish the question. Where is your mind? <laughs> that's cr- Didi, that's let me tell you something. Diddy is definitely not a fan. Diddy is definitely not a fan. Hey, that's Carl in my mind. Um, the best gift that I've ever received from a fan. Wow. Yeah, that's a, that that's threw tough. me off. There's a lot. That, I mean, a whole lot. You've got, you got some it. artwork that's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, what about the, you know, the big microphone my man gave the David Letter Mike, Letterman oh, microphone yeah. back in the day in the when beginning. we were doing the Wisdom oh, yeah. Wednesdays? Yeah. <laughs> of course, there's the Chipotle cards. Oh. The, Ch- the Chick-fil-A cards, gift cards that I've gotten. Those probably are, uh, are among the, the best. Hey, the but you iPhone know what? chargers. <laughs> yeah. You know what's probably the best, best, though? The best. Okay. I won't say the best, best. But I'll say because the gift was a blessing to my entire family. But I had a fan and a fan. She know who she is. She works for um, the Ritz Carlton. And um, every time we go, she gives us, she up upgrades us uh, to my favorite suite that all my whole family could get into and overlook the ocean. So that's probably, see, I, I'm not going to get her in trouble, but she's a fan fan. And she always shows me love when, uh, when I'm in town. So, yeah. All right, Shelly and Tulsa said, E.T., do you remember your worst speech ever? Ooh, not speech, but I, I, did, a, I, I did a marriage ceremony once and said their names wrong. <laughs> <laughs> did we ever tell that story on the podcast? I don't think we ever talked about it. Oh, my I goodness. <laughs> I think it was one That's of E's word. first weddings, and he had a template, like, you know what I mean? Like, basically, <laughs> of what he was going to do. So he was reading off the template, and he had forgot to change the name on the template to the people's at name. The so at the end, he was just like, I now pronounce you for the first time ever. Mr. and Mrs. John L. Smith. And the lady name and the dude name was like, 
uh, Derek uh, Fisher. I'm like, <laughs> unbelievable. unbelievable. It's no recovery from I'm that. I'm talking about, look, y'all, it's no, no recovery. recovery. That. Uh, that's, look, that's family and friends, today. like, that's not their name. Hey, hold on. <laughs> and it's still painful to this day. And what I love oh. is my homegirl, she, um, she met me the next day because we worked together at an elementary school, and she brought me a form and was like, I was going to pay you $500 before saying my name wrong. <laughs> minus 50, my husband minus 50 for this. And by the time I finished, I had about $35. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 Thus, by the time, the time she finished, uh, you owe, you had to write her a check. Yeah. <laughs> Thus, today I only do marriages that I counsel, and I counsel you for a year, and I know you personally. So you yeah, ain't I'm, kept up with him at all. You don't know like where. Yeah, yeah I see her. I see her. Oh, you do still. Yeah, I saw her sister not too long ago. And um, but <laughs> I, okay, I'm gonna give it away a little bit. But when we were at Tabernacle of David, they actually attended Tabernacle of David. Okay. So he teases me now. Yeah. When he see me, I see okay. him all the time. He, he teases me now. <laughs> yo, that yo, I would have been so hot. I'd have been like, bro, you blew my moment. At your wedding. Hey man, shout out to all of y'all, man. We got like nine hundred. And 40 reviews on iTunes, man. Listen, yeah. get us to that thousand. I need 60 of y'all before next week to this go week, write bro, a review sure, yeah. on iTunes, man, and tell us how good we're doing. Tell us we're doing a great job. If we're not doing a great job, don't leave a comment. You know what I'm saying? Don't go in there hating. Just only the good comments. But seriously, y'all, we are like 60 away from a thousand. Let's break that thousand review mark. Uh, the numbers are climbing daily. We appreciate y'all sharing with us. E, you got two minutes to get that nugget of the day out, and let me get to the squad. Hey, guys. Man, for real, trust. You know, trust the process, y'all. Trust the process. You heard us talking today, and I know for some of you, like, you are such in a deep hole that you don't even want to get started. Like, for real, you in a deep hole, credit score-wise. You, like... Five, six hundred. You know what I'm saying? Your bank account, you overdraft and like, and you like, yo, E, I just don't even feel like just your marriage, you like, yo, it's too deep. I'm too academically, you've gotten dismissed twice, and you just like, yo, I'm in a deep hole, and you are depressed for real. You depressed by how deep of a hole you in. Do me a favor, guys. Trust. Believe. Believe that a year from now, you'll be in a much better place. Two years from now, You'll be where you want to be. Three years from now, like, you, you will have blown your mind. So do me a favor, for real. This, this is the word, trust, trust, trust. I want you to say it, trust. I, I, I deserve to get out of the hole. I deserve better. I deserve to make my dreams become real. I deserve. Look, for real, I want you to say it. I deserve it. Like, I believe, I trust that things ain't always going to be like this. I believe that my day is coming. I believe that one day that will be me. I believe. And I need another group to be honest, to shout out, I believe, but help my unbelief. I need you to be honest. I believe, but help my unbelief. I believe what you're saying, E.T. I believe my day is coming. I believe things are going to get better, but I got a little doubt. Speak it out. Don't be afraid. Speak it out. And I'm telling you, the belief by your faith, you're going to get from one point to the next. By your faith. You're going to go from one point to the next. By your faith, you're going to get out of that hole. By, the, by, by your faith, that, that credit score is going to increase. By your faith, your bank account is going to go to the next level. By your faith, your marriage is going to get better. By your faith, you and your children are going to have a better relationship. By faith, 
you will get out of where you are and you will get to where you need to be. I believe therefore it is so I believe therefore it is so I believe therefore it is so man. Appreciate you. E. Appreciate all y'all for listening. Go write us that review. We'll see you in Atlanta in a couple days. Stay ready. We out of here. Love y'all, man. See you next week. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your might, with all your soul.